Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Brewing, CISFA. What's Brewing, CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So, let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start this show with our first cup. Oh, Dana. What time are we recording this at? It's like three o'clock. In yeah, the so afternoon. you've already had how many cups? Would you say probably already had like three to four cups? Three to four, and maybe even a little something something in that fourth cup. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <clears throat> I had one cup midday, oh, and okay. uh, that caramel coffee—it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's also I want to thank whoever bought the French roast that's in the rack for the K cup machine. Mm-hmm. It reminded me. I don't like French roast. Oh, okay. It's too not sweet. my thing. It's too sweet for you? Uh, it's such a... Oh, no, French burnt. roast. Yeah, yeah, it's too uh, too dark, so you don't uh, you don't care for dark roast. Yeah, it's more, it's more of a burnt taste yeah, in my yeah. mouth. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I like the caramel, and I like the crumble thing. I think because they're sweet. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and the French roast, like, again, like you're saying, it's a little bit bitter because it's darker, dark roast. <laughs> Yeah, so now I remember, oh, that's not what I like yeah. at all. So I actually like darker roast coffee. Do you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, do you have any, I know you have fancy coffee stuff at home. Uh-huh. Do you have, like, the French press? And do you have so, any fancy coffee makers like that? So, no. Like, so remember when we talked to Anna Faye, um last week and she mentioned her Vietnamese coffee. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gotten it yet because, no, oh. I don't have a press yet. yet. Okay. Uh-huh. I know okay. some people that swear by it. So okay. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just figuring you at some point will have you to. You know, it's just a matter of if I bring home one more oh, uh, yeah. gadget or I don't know, some accessories. Uh-huh. I feel like my mom's going to kick me out the house. Mm. And now, I, I don't want to be out there in the streets. What if you found a way to connect it to your computer and you told her it's part of the computer? Nah, she's smart. She'll, than you, that. she'll figure that she'll out. She'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, okay. She'll know. I'm lying. I'm going to say because some people, you know, would be like, okay, what do you mean you got a whatever, whatever? Well, I needed it for the computer. It uh-huh. connects to it. I mean, think about all the types of equipment that you would have had on a computer that we don't anymore, really. CD drive, right? <laughs> Floppy yeah. drive, uh-huh. different size ones. Mm-hmm. These big scanners you might have had for home. Um, people who used to... Uh, I don't know if you had the family members with the slides and the carousels from Chris, like from vacations. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <clears throat> they specifically made like a scanner for that, where you'd slip the little I see slide okay. into it. Um, what else? All that stuff's obsolete now, or on its way. Yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. big printers. I had a friend who was just talking about how he had, um, early on in life, bought himself. The big Apple laser printer oh. when it first came out. Okay. Like $5,000. And huge. <coughs> like the size of like a big computer or printer that I have in my office. Okay. Kind of thing. So now, you know, now you have a laptop if you got that or an mm-hmm. iPad or 
And everything's in the cloud. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Who who knows about CD drives? <laughs> now, I will say, because uh, I have a, well, when we went home from work mm-hmm. and I had to upgrade everything. Oh, yeah. I did end up buying a, a tower and it does have a, a CD-ROM. Okay. Yeah. So, they're not that hard to find, but they're probably no. on their way out. No, I, I finally burned out my Apple Super Drive uh, like five years ago. And again, the only use it ever got when it plugged into my MacBook Air was to, you know, take CDs, put it mm-hmm. into my music library. Yeah. So, I, I use it a lot because at some point, you know, we've talked about the story probably in episode seven or something. You know, I had it all in MP3. Mm-mm. Then I deleted them the, all out the and then reconverted them yeah. in a lossless fashion. Yeah. And uh, it just, it died like probably four or five years ago. And it had to be because it was pre-pandemic. I remember going to Fry's and just looking for like a CD hookup. Okay. And so this was one that literally could play, record, all that stuff like Blu-rays and it could do CDs, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, that's all I use it for. And you know, also what I'm noticing is because I'm looking to upgrade my phone. Um, a lot of the phones now they don't have the uh, what do you call it headphone jack. Oh my, they yeah. Get rid of them. Apple got rid of that. Yeah. A while mm-hmm. ago. Because I'm a um, Samsung uh-huh. Galaxy uh-huh. Android person, yeah. and yeah, so their newer line doesn't have. And I, I mean, I I understand it. Yeah, you know I'm old school too, so I'm going to oh. miss it. Yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. required me to get a variety of Apple adapters. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like goes from USB to the headphone. Okay, I thought you were gonna say you just went wireless. Uh, I do have like the little buds that go in my ear. Mm-hmm. I literally bought them during the pandemic because mm-hmm. occasionally I would be in uh, maybe not in the car, but I'd go like somewhere. Let's say like a cigar shop kind of place. Where nobody else would be because it was, you know, kind of closed, but I had a key. Uh, And I would do, like, some Zooms and stuff from there. So, as opposed to having to wire into the iPad for the Zoom or the computer, Mm -hmm. I'd put in the buds instead. Right. Uh So, that's I don't listen to music on them. I don't like the sound of them because they're, like, really cheap Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you do lose a little. And, again, they're not high. You have to remember, uh, for those who understand lossless music and high-fidelity music and high-resolution and all those big words, uh, you can't do that Bluetooth-wise right. yet. You'll, the, lose, you'll lose it. You lose fidelity. Mm-hmm. There's a compression uh, to the music that you just lose fidelity. So I don't do that. If I listen to music, it's with my uh, planar magnetic headphones plugged into a... Uh, a little uh, digital to analog converter a friend gave me that has a extra high output for headphones and a dial on it that's plugged into the USB drive on the computer. <laughs> so it's all digital till it gets to that little box mm-hmm. and then it's converted because instead of taking the headphone jack out of the Mac and using its digital to analog converter, I'm using this external one. Mm-hmm. And it does sound better. Mm-hmm. And from everyone I've talked to, it ought to. <laughs> you know, it's just a quality thing. No doubt. So, yeah. and I know you've got nice headphones too, and nice speakers. So Speak, you do speaker system, <laughs> yeah. But my my Beats died on me though. Oh no. Yeah, so I gotta replace them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, what's your price range that the people can uh, already, send look, us emails? Look, on? Look, I already have uh, some in mind. Okay. Uh, I can't afford them yet. Really? <laughs> no that that is 
uh, you know, they talk about things in life to be aspirational about. Mm-hmm. Headphones ought to be that yeah. for everybody. Uh-huh. But the thing, my thing is, um, I like my headphones to be a little bit bass heavy, even though I, I know you'll you'll lose a little bit of the the sound. Sure. But I, that's just me. That's just the type of listener that I am. I'm so. not going to fault you for that. Mm-hmm. I understand completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there's plenty of good stuff out there. Right. Mm-hmm. I think if you get truer fidelity, you can always work with the, the base on, you know, EQ and stuff on mm-hmm. your computer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, even iTunes has that, you know, e- equalizer you can play with. Yeah. But if, if you need bass heavy, as long as it's still you got the fidelity at the high end. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they give that up. You know, it's either the mids get completely lost mm-hmm. or the high end is kind of just rolled off badly. But I think you can, yeah, aspire to get something <laughs> Nice. Yeah. And a few more dollars than you would have normally spent. Yeah. So people out there, yes, there are those few unicorns of good headphones at $10 or whatever. There's a friend of mine, again, high uh, audiophile, who swears by a, a small little manufacturer of um, the buds you kind of put in that are wired uh-huh. that are, again, like under $20. Now, he won't say they're as good as some of his headphones, right. and he's got the good stuff. But he'll say it's pretty decent. <clears throat> it's decent for the price. You can't imagine how much output you get. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, spend a few extra dollars. Don't don't go cheap on headphones. Right. I think it's probably the one thing that's added to the ringing in my ears all these years was, if only I had one good set of headphones in my life back as a kid. I don't know what would who would have made them, but I, you wouldn't have spent all that time trying to listen louder to make up oh, for the fact that you've got garbagey yeah. headphones. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, that's why if you find the bass ones, at least then you'll be satisfied when you're playing it quieter mm-hmm. than having to pump it up just to get that loudness uh, out of it. Mm-hmm. That's our how headphone, huh. uh, all uh, right, all right. you know, uh, five-minute advertisement there without <laughs> saying any brand names, everybody. To get some decent <clears throat> quality headphones. That's right. Feel free to send them to the show if you need to. Yes, absolutely. You know exactly. our address. Yes, anything under a few thousand dollars, don't bother. Just saying. And if people are like, oh, they don't make headphones for a few thousand dollars. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, they do. Yes, yes they, they do. do. Yes. All right. Let's talk financial aid stuff. It is a Friday. Dana, was there any big deadlines that came this week? Uh, I believe so. Uh, March 2nd? Oh, my goodness. The March yeah. 2nd Cal Grant deadline for right. 2022-23 mm-hmm. has come and gone. Now, schools... We're told that they could put in for an extension for their students. And so I think our district has done that as a as a group. Uh, and so that's going to get looked at, I believe, next week by the Student Aid Commission, uh, commission the board, mm-hmm. to make those approvals. And it's basically because if you are still low on numbers, you know, compared to last year, and a lot of us are. Mm-hmm. Still, I think we are down 6 to 10% on average. In the district, but yes, that deadline has come and gone. And what is that? What does that deadline mean, Dana? So the way that we explain it to like, don't bother with the FAFs after that day if I haven't done it. Because <laughs> you know, stop. You know, we've had to explain it a million trillion, <laughs> really, ten thousand quadrillion times mm-hmm. to students and staff here on campus. So the way we explain it is, in layman's turn, it's a priority deadline for yes. state aid. If you that miss it, it you can still apply. For federal aid. That's right. That's just like the... And there is the September 2nd deadline. We try not to say almost at all. Yeah, because it'll confuse them even more. Uh Yes. What do you mean? You got another deadline? (laughs) I thought a deadline is a deadline. Well, uh, for some people, yes. Mm -hmm. But yes, for community colleges only, 
and what we call the competitive Cal Grants. Right. But let's not go down that competitive entitlement. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I will say this. If you are going to the CISFA conference or thinking about going, you ought to go because there will be a session on what is called the new entitlement program for community colleges, the E3 program. Mm-hmm. And there's a session from our student aid commission uh, pals. We're going to talk about that so that we understand more about this new Cal Grant program. So, yes, big deadline, March 2nd. I'm kind of glad it's behind us now. Mm-hmm. We can still focus on uh, getting students who haven't applied to apply. And then also, uh, even for the spring semester, I know that's going to be still a push mm-hmm. to get our numbers up for this semester. Right, because we're going to be doing um, FAFSA workshops on Fridays. That's right. As soon as I know what room we're in, I'm just waiting <laughs> for a response on that. Uh-huh. You know how it is. This it, it came down, unfortunately, this week. By the time I got responses from people on a number of things about stuff on campus, like FAFSA workshops, stuff about the conference, sponsorships for the conference, invoice, all these other things, I have to send emails on a Friday. And I hate sending important emails on a Friday because... they're going to get buried. They're going to be buried. If that yeah. person isn't in... Mm-hmm. In fact, I literally called to one of the departments on campus to say, does this person still work with us? Uh, After I'd sent him an email two days ago. (laughs) And then I was told the long story of, let's put it this way. The answer is kind of. That's all I'll say. Okay. So it was like, no, you ought to try somebody else for what you're looking for. Got you. So I tried somebody else. And after three other people, I got the person I need. So we'll talk more about that later. But uh, yeah. So yes, we're doing everything we can to get students to apply, regardless of the fact that uh, our enrollment is still a little down from the last few years. But if I think if you looked at our numbers compared to the other schools in our district, we're not doing bad. Right. You know, we're at like 93% mm-hmm. year over year, which considering across the state is probably closer to 10 to 15% down. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. 7% down. And then um, we're offering more courses. Oh, yes. We have way well. more classes. Yeah. I mean, I just saw the VP of, of Academic Affairs on the walk back from talking to culinary arts students who are here from high schools for a competition. So that that's that's on an interest in how she was talking about how we, we are traveling uh, out of the culinary building and we saw a mass of like regular students walking by. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she was so very happy, again, being the VP of Academic Affairs to know that our classes on campus this time for this semester are like at least half full right. in many cases. Uh-huh. She goes, you know, as opposed to, you know, a year ago, it was like, well, three or four students, and you really don't want to cancel it if you don't have to. These students have made the commitment to come to campus. Mm-hmm. That, uh, so she was very happy. She looked very happy that we're, we seem to be turning some of that right. tide. Mm-hmm. Even tra- though The transition is happening. Yeah, yeah. We may be down a little bit, but it is one of those things. And thus, we're also working harder on getting not people just enrolled, but getting them to apply for aid. Yes. Uh-huh. We still have that, like, 50% point. 50% of students haven't applied for aid for the semester. Mm. I guess we have a lot more millionaires out there than I thought. <laughs> a lot of crypto millionaires are oh, going to... Oh, uh, man, don't no. go there. Don't go. No, that's uh, a rabbit hole. That's I not know. all there. Yeah, they must be uh, all coming to mission, you know, because they don't need the money to pay for classes. <laughs> are they t- all TikTok stars? 
TikTok stars. That's it. Uh-huh. We are we are also known as uh, influencer you. Oh, there we go. You know, because yeah. all those people make all the money, right? Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. the influencers, yes. right? Yes. I don't know what that means exactly. Um, I get neither the, do they. They don't know. I, apparently, it's like I put up some videos and somebody watched it, and I wasn't fully embarrassed for whatever I did, uh, and I guess I made money. There yeah, that's go. a. But what? A, don't okay. Let's ahead, just stop Dana. right there. No, okay, nah, no, Dana. Nah. You know what? I'm gonna get you out of this. I'm gonna play some music. Let we're gonna move on, people. We're gonna move on. And welcome back for our second cup segment on the What's Brewing Cispa Show. Let me get pouring of the cups there. Are invisible. I know, huh? Non-existent cups. So let me ask you, Dennis, because yes. this has come up a couple of times during some of our shows. Do yeah. you have specific mugs for specific drinks? Uh, not really. Um, okay. I have the CNN International mug that you or uh, Marso, my me. former assistant director, that was me. That was you. Uh-huh. Brought back when you went to Atlanta, Hot Atlanta. Yeah, was it FSA that FSA. year? FSA yeah. in Atlanta. Uh-huh. So I, that's my. Because it's so big, oh, it's okay. perfect for coffee of any sort. Because I can set the K-cup instead of the normal 8-ounce. Do the 10. Pump it up to 12. Oh, the 12. Uh-huh. I pump it up to 12, and then I hit strong. Okay. And that kind of evens it out, because that literally pumps all the stuff right out yep. of the coffee uh-huh. uh, K-cup. Um, I've got um, uh, my Larry Elder mug. Everyone, don't go thinking pol- politics here. I know everyone knows Larry Elder as a guy that ran for governor during this recall. No comment. Uh, and I won't say any more, <laughs> but he was a guy on radio, and then he had a TV show for like a brief minute, and it was kind of like a, uh, I'm not going to say Maury Povich, uh, Jerry Springer, but it was in that light of like a couple would come on, and he'd try to talk through things, but he was much more calm, level-headed, and so... Just for the fluke of it, I used to like to go to free TV show tapings, and it must have happened like it was, I saw it, and it was available, uh, it was daytime of all things too, so they're obviously looking for, usually that means an older crowd, because, you know, retirees have time in the day, and I, I got tickets, and I went to see a tape at CBS, and it was like the first week of taping too, so I might have seen like the first couple shows. I think they only taped about two weeks, and I think he was already off the air oh, by then. Oh, wow. So it didn't really last. Okay. But, that's, but on the way out the door, they're like, oh, and if you'd like a coffee mug, and literally they had like a pallet full of mugs, and I probably could have walked out with a box. They wouldn't have cared. Oh, wow. So I grabbed the Larry Elder mug for the, for the TV show. So you have your CNN. My Larry Elder mug. Your, your, and then the other ones I put all in the rack for all you and the other uh, ladies of the office to use. I've got... Uh, one from a cigar company that looks like brass knuckles. Okay. I've got uh, uh, a Hershey's mug, maybe a BMW mug. I got a BMW mug Ooh, from fancy. a friend. Uh, I've, I've got some from the aquarium up in Monterey. Some of those I think disappeared with former student workers, and that's okay. I probably told them they could take it. Okay. Got so it. I think we had four of those at one time. And then just some extra uh, regular white ones that are. Uh, you know, this is ceramic from home. Got you. Because I don't drink a whole lot of coffee at home, so one coffee mug at home is enough. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on then, because you've asked me that, I should ask you. Dana, do you have specific mugs for specific that, drinks? You already know the answer to that question. Of, of course. course. Of, of course. course I do. 
several of them are here in the office. (laughs) Well, of course, because you have to fluctuate between different coffees. With different, um, I'm going to say spritzers or whatever you want to call it, um, sugary additives. There we go. Uh, and then I'm sure you drink a little bit of tea at, at the yeah, office. Yeah, I, sure, I sure do. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, I know you guys were cleaning the tea boiler, so mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Was it getting a little, um, uh, like a little, uh, I'm not going to say rusty, but it basically had some uh, yeah. buildup of minerals, yeah. Yeah, some mineral buildup. Like, I think like calcium. Yeah, yeah, it's like calcium and uh-huh. iron. You know, yeah, it starts to build up in the glass. So mm-hmm. it's good that you guys are cleaning that. Yeah, take care of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that one's modeled on. I bought that one because they use one of those at the cigar shop. Oh, okay. And there's a, a, a older gentleman golfer guy that uh, comes with a tea from Starbucks. Uh, but he's also the kind of guy that gets up at like five in the morning. Okay, old school. To get, yeah, yeah. He, five o'clock, he's over at the Starbucks for his tea and whatever. Same thing every time. And then off to the golf course. So they probably know his name. They probably oh, just have they a know. made for him. Yes. Hey, Mr. Such and Such. Oh, there yeah. There you go. All right. That's right. Exactly. And uh, and then he's off to golf. Like, he golfs once a week, and he has the earliest tea time they will give him, which is like 6.05. It's like 6.05 or something. Because, so for those of you listening, that we uh, our college is right next to a golf course. Yeah. Because I see gentlemen out there coming to work in the morning. So yeah, I yeah. wonder, like, what, what time they... Yeah, you they can get start. them early. In fact, uh-huh. uh, this guy and his his group that he goes with, they have the golf balls that light up. I guess you like shake them, and then they will stay lit for hours or whatever. Okay, and those are, that's what they start off teeing off with. And usually, it's about a, a hole or two in to their eighteen holes. And it's they can switch yeah. back to the other one. But yeah, they're they're teeing off when it's still dark uh, yeah. dark outside. And we still sleep in a bed. That's right. So he has his teacup that he brings later in the day when he comes for a cigar. And then he turns on the pot and gets a little more tea going. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, yeah. So you do have your own mugs for your special, yes, I do. special uh-huh. stuff. I was just curious. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, not, I, 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 mean, I haven't specified like that. Okay. Even my wine glasses at home, mostly because I broke most of them during the... Uh, pandemic overuse mostly uh luckily a friend uh, a good friend gave me an extra set that his wife was willing to part with and so i have four of them that people would probably say are red wine but they'll work with a white wine too they're a a decent deep bowl Mm -hmm, because you're you're a cab guy (laughs) (coughs) yes mostly cabernets merlots are okay uh pinots um, as in Pinot Noir, not Pinot Grigio. That's <laughs> you had to clarify there. Yeah, I had to clarify that in case people are like, "Oh, he drinks so white wine spritzers all day." Or... You don't want people having the wrong idea about you, sir. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, I don't mind white wine, but it's really hard to find good ones that I like. <laughs> Some of them are just too, uh, and they usually say this about red, but they're like too fruit forward, too fruity. Okay, like it's like hits you with. Green apples and pears. Mm. It's a little too much, or or oakiness. Okay, that's another big term that they use. So you're schooling me because mm-hmm. I'm, unfortunately I'm not a wine person. We're we're gonna we're gonna do a what's brewing cease for um, <coughs> retreat maybe. Okay, we'll take along some interns, and uh, <laughs> you know they work in the office, and we'll go up to wine country I at see. least central coast it, and we'll do some wine tasting. That's right. Okay, got you. Yeah. And then we'll get one of those fancy pitcher things where you spit the wine out. 
Um, that's available. Okay. That's available for you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we take this on the road, we can um, go to some schools. You know, okay. there's some community colleges up the road. You know, we'll go out there to, you know, uh, I'm trying to think if Cuesta's out on the coast. Um, you know, like San Luis Obispo and stuff. Well, Santa Barbara City College. There you go. Have you ever seen their campus? No, sir. It sits on the water. Man. I went there one time to meet with the uh, director about computer systems because we were looking at moving to a new one when I was at another school and they had it. Mm-hmm. So we met at his office for a few hours and then we walked down campus onto the sand where there's a little restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine going to work like that every day? Uh, believe me, I thought about it when he retired, <laughs> but I was like, oh, do I want to move to Santa Barbara? Yes. Yeah. The only thing is nobody can afford to live in Santa Barbara <laughs> unless your family was raised there in the 1800s. Uh, so you coming like from a uh, legacy or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your family must have huh. owned at least a hundred acres yeah. and sold it down to the 3000 square feet that your little Man. shack lives on now. Dennis, you make a good wage. I think you can do this. I don't know. I don't know. But let's we'll stop in there, say hi to them, and see how they do it. And then we'll <laughs> work our way up the coast and say hi to other schools. Oh, man. If we go there, I might not come back. Well, believe me, I completely understand. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. No doubt. Um, I'm seeing here, Dana, we're looking at time and all. We don't want to keep the audience too long. Okay. Let's, uh, let's uh, give a little more music, and we'll move into our last segment not this I dare you to, but we'll talk about some conferencey stuff too. How's that? Sounds good. All right. And just like that, when the music fades out, what are we up to? It's time for our last sips. <laughs> That is in loud last sip still. Ah, I love it. Of our non-existent coffees. Because uh, how, how late in the day will you drink a coffee? I think we, I've told you this before. I'm down to drink coffee anytime. Anytime. Day. Okay. Even in the evening. Even before I go wow. to bed, I will do it. Wow. I know, huh? I can't take that on. My mom was that way. My dad was that way. Okay. If I have coffee after six, I might just figure I'm going to be uh, going to sleep one day. When the cows are waking up. Got you. You know, it's not good. It's not a good thing for you. No. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. So, yeah, before we do I Dare You To today, I thought we'll just talk a little bit briefly. Uh, as uh, I may have mentioned on some shows before, we have our keynote speaker. Yes, you do. Coming to us from Rowan University, uh, President Ali Hushmand. Hushmand. I, I, I'm going to get that right <laughs> one of these times. Uh, is going to come talk. And the reason... Uh, the whole reason why we're having him uh, is because he's been written up a bit in the Chronicle for Higher Ed uh, on a number of cases. And in particular, a few years ago, I remember reading about his hot sauces. And so I'll just read a little bit here that I got here in some notes uh, sent to me uh, about what's going on over at Rowan. And I want him to talk about the fact that he's doing a lot with community colleges, three plus one programs and all that. But according to this, inspired by a 2016 student-run holiday auction that demonstrated huge demand for the president's homegrown hot sauce, he turned his gardening hobby into a fundraiser for students. So in 2017, the university began, began producing and selling his hazardous hot sauce with all the proceeds benefiting the Rowan University 
Emergency Student Scholarship Fund. So he grows the hottest varieties of peppers and other vegetables on their West Campus farm. How nice, a farm on the campus. That's awesome. That's awesome. And this helps, of course, employees and students. He leads all the gardening work, and the product is made at the Rutgers Food Innovation Center in Bridgeton, New Jersey. So uh, that's good. we'll talk a little bit about that because I think you know when we get to the show, uh, as in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but uh, I think it's just very in- interesting that someone takes that kind of thing, turns, innovates it into a scholarship you know, fundraiser type thing mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I've had many a friend and many of our uh, young student workers here have eaten much of his hot sauce that mm-hmm. I've bought over the years. Yeah. So so we'll talk to him about that and other things uh, innovation-wise that's going on over at Rowan University. That's going to be so awesome. I think so. I think it's going to be very interesting. He just sounds like a very interesting person as far as his other background. Did you know, I, re- I read and I remember reading this years ago, uh, you know, he's like a mathematics man. I think you had mentioned Math, that to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so, you know, to, t- you know, take that kind of like very academic kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, turn it around into, you know, leading in academics and into being a college president. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, we're going to do a and a thing during the conference. So I'm sure we'll have some very interesting questions I'll develop when I'm interviewing him. Yeah. Without man. a doubt. It's going to be a good time. I think so. So, Dana, we've put it off long and long enough. You got any I Dare You Twos for us uh, this week? I Dare You Twos. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, people haven't heard from you for a little while. That's true. I think. That's true. Wait a minute now. No, I had the one with uh, Questlove. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his yeah. documentary that's uh, uh, nominated for an Academy Award. Okay. Um, yeah, Summer Soul. That's right. Um. Oh, man, I failed you guys this week. I don't know oh, my. One. I know, huh? I'm a little concerned here. I'm concerned for my. It's because you know I'm, I can't help myself. I'm too into Adventure Time right now. I don't know. Oh my! That show has just grabbed its hooks in me. Now they haven't done done a new one. Yeah, so there's a for a um, while, right? Oh, like a new episode? Yeah. No, no, but there is a um, what do you call it? A spinoff. Oh really? It's called Obsidian with uh, that's with uh, Marceline the Vampire oh. Queen. Really? Mm-hmm. How do I not know this? It's because it's on HBO Max. Oh. <laughs> See, I don't think that's fair at all. I mean, it's one thing to say it's not fair that cable <laughs> charges you $100 and you have to take all the channels. Yeah. But then it's like, hey, this thing's been on the Cartoon Network for the last 15 years. Oh, we got a great spinoff, but you got to pay yeah, extra pay, now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. Now, was it me and you that were talking about? I- I'm going to say this before I do my dare you. Someone was talking about how they thought that at some point, like, Disney Plus would become Disney Plus Plus. That was me. So they went the other way. I don't know if you saw. I saw this in the Wall Street Journal uh, last night when I was reading the news. Okay. Apparently what they're looking at doing is doing it the other way, which is there will be a less expensive Disney Plus oh. with ads. Okay. With ads. Okay. So okay. I don't know the details of it, but they went the other way. So maybe there will be a Plus Plus. But this is kind of like a Disney negative. So, I don't mean negatively, but yeah, so you know, like it's kind of like the, the discounted version, kind of like what Hulu kind of started out. With, right? Oh yeah, that's remember right. Hulu was like you can you could do it with ads or for very little, yeah, or you can spend give us five dollars a month and get it without ads. Yeah, that's true. So very very interesting uh, take on that, but that's not my I dare you to. My I dare you to is a book that I was just I was listening to my normal uh, podcast. I'm not going to pull it up on the big screen. Um, 
and uh, they were talking to a guy named Arthur Brooks, who used to be the head, pre uh, the president of the American Enterprise Institute, and he plays Frank Horn, among other things. But he he's, he decided when he left the uh, AEI, as they call it, he was going to talk and write about happiness and things in life because he did that. So he has a new book out called From Strength to Strength, Finding Success, Happiness, and Deep Purpose in the Second Half of Life. And so he's turned 57, I guess, is what it is. And so he was writing from the point of view of, you know, in your second part of life, do you just kind of hope that you'll be happy and content with things, or are there things you can do to work at it? Okay. So it's not just a self-help book, which mm -hmm. so many things about happiness are. It's really about, again, that finding a purpose, you know, and success and not being driven by all the things that most of us think is, I just had money and fame and right. all that stuff. Will that be, those are end-alls or are those things along the way to having a better life of faith and family and successes for you and your community? Things like that. Mm -hmm. So... It's one more book I have to buy. Of course, in hardcover. I do like hardcovers. Me too. You know, so that's what's out and available, everyone. Arthur Brooks, definitely worth reading. And his other books from before that are kind of related to that, about like who's the happiest. Or I think he wrote one book literally about who gives more money, and he took it from a perspective of um, pol political leanings, uh, married, et cetera, all these different angles of who are the people who really give of themselves. You know, versus asking the government to do you, who's giving out of their own pocket? Who's the most generous people? So mm -hmm. that's a number of years old, but I'm going to throw this book out there for now, at least, until another day that we have a little more time. Because, Dana, I'm going to fade up some music. I think we've done a full show, have we not? I think we have done a full show and then some. Oh, my goodness. No kidding. So I want to thank my co-host, Dana, for joining us today on What's Brewing Sisva, and of course, thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And everyone, if you have something to dis say, excuse me, or you have topics you want us to discuss, email us at wbcisva at gmail.com. You can find this and all What's Brewing Sisva podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing Cispa is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 166, recorded Friday, March 4th, 2021. Have a great day. And, and have, have a, a great, great weekend. weekend.